0: You are now listening to the Basketball Jones Podcast.
1: What's going on, people? What's going on? This your boy, Jonathan.
2: boy, A.K.M. Messi. Hey, your boy, Jalen. We back here with another episode. Hey, we got a special guest for y'all today on our podcast. Um, it's our bro me and jonathan we go way back with him we basically uh grew up with him going way back to the uh, continue elementary school days shout out shout out continue on um, the red ball days man but yeah this guy he's a hooper from the two Fire from kinston um he went to south Florida high school um stan hills community college and then finished up um, playing at st augur university in raleigh uh, so introducing um ishmael baldwin to the podcast Let's yeah. go, the guys, man. I appreciate y'all having me on, man. I appreciate y'all having. Me.
3: Yes, sir. Guys,
1: appreciate you, G. This this dude been hooping long as I known him, man. So it only it's only right, bro.
3: Yeah, for sure. We used to be crazy in the Contender days, most definitely. <laughs> I know. Bad where it all started, man. <laughs> it was crazy.
0: All right, man. First of all, it's nice, it's nice to meet you, man. Hey, you too, bro. Uh, My first question is, uh, when did you first uh, start to play basketball?
3: Uh, I think I was about six years old when I first started playing ball for real. You know, you definitely got the the goals in the house. Before the goals, we had the hampers, you know, we had the, the trash cans. I was always, you know what I'm saying, playing, doing something. But once I got active, I was about six years old. My stepdad was with me. We just started training in the backyard once he got something going. And my next door neighbors actually had a court before me, so. I was a little kid over there in, in their backyard getting to it. You know what I'm saying? I was really young getting to it. Yeah. So, uh, did you have a, a favorite player like an idol you looked up to when you were younger? Yeah, it was Kobe. It was Kobe Bryant for me growing up. That was before I even knew the game of basketball. I just gravitated to Kobe, watching watching the Lakers and him. And Kobe, Kobe and Shaq was just come on, man, everything. But Kobe was my guy, man. That was always the one I looked up to. His mentality, the way he was basketball, you know what I'm saying? It just, it was everything for real. That was, I didn't catch Jordan, so it was definitely Kobe. Rest in peace, Bean. Yeah, Uh, Kobe for sure. Uh, That killed me.
0: I went to North North with these guys. So, Uh, being you being from the (laughs) other side of town, what was your
3: experience like playing uh, in deep run in South Lenore, man? Uh, it was cool, for sure. It was cool. It was love. Um, I didn't get to play my junior year. It was crazy because academics. So I only played one year of varsity. I was going to play my sophomore year, but they didn't make it to the playoffs. So playing that one year of varsity my senior year, it was, it was good, man. I, I constantly talked to my friends about what I would have did definitely. And I definitely would have went to Kingston High talking to uh, with some of my guys. You know, I still play with some of the Kingston High guys now. Um, and I definitely would have went there just for – different path. It would have definitely given me a, a better path, I think. But it was love with South North for sure. It was all love, man. Definitely love those guys over there for sure. Still talked to a lot of those guys. Oh. Now, did you enjoy the rivalry game against North Carolina? oh man. Yeah, that was everything for sure. The South and North Carolina definitely <laughs> was the, always reminded me of the Lakers Celtics. You know what I'm saying? I always took it like that. That was That was everything. That so, was was everything.
0: Like the Duke Carolina of high
2: school. Yeah, yeah,
3: all that. Yeah, Duke Carolina. Yeah, that was everything, man. So, so was, y'all
2: probably y'all probably got the best thing in N. L. Man. When you were playing most likely, yeah, yeah, yeah. My time, yeah, we definitely was
3: getting. There. They got us a couple times. We definitely had some good teams, but we, I think we got them more often than not.
2: So
1: ish. So after after graduating uh, at South man, you ended up at, uh, at the Sand Hills Community College, uh, hooping out there, bro. So how did um, like how did that next step help phase like help? groom you as far as uh, like basketball wise go, mentality wise, like what was that next step for like for you? Well,
3: I learned a lot at sand Hills. That was that was a big time. The coach, my coach knew the game very well. He was a, a older coach, you know, but he was a winning coach, you know what I'm saying? So once the guys respected his his model, his game plan and we bought it in the system, it was it was nothing to it. That game, that was real fun. Basketball was real fun then. And the way I got there it was just crazy because that was like I think I had a couple teams that I couldn't schools that I couldn't go to because of my grades. Like so, JUCO was my probably my only route, and they were one of the best teams. They were ranked like fifth in the country at the time. <clears throat> they are smaller JUCO D three, but they played they play D twos and some D one JUCOs. Um, so you definitely get good competition games. But I learned a lot at Saint Hills, man. A lot, a lot about basketball for sure. I
1: bet. So after your time there, man, your next move was to Saint Ol, bro. So how did that line up? And then just what was, was the HBCU experience? Was that a part, and did that play a part in you making your decision, or like, yeah, how did you, how did you end up at Saint? Oh man,
3: um, yeah, that that was that's a good question, bro. Uh, the, the the coach, Coach Johnson, pulled up, and it was like four of us. He wanted at the time it was like a four way package, and he wanted us to like red shirt. To, he was telling us we were the first recruits for the following year. And he wanted us to red shirt the first year coming in, and two of us were cool with that. Me and Low was cool, but T Stark. One of the guys had a, a baby on the way, so he was, he needed, you know what I'm saying, he wasn't really ready to pay for school and have to wait, and you know what I'm saying, he had a, a life coming for us, so. Uh, it was only two of us that ended up going. <clears throat> the HBCU, HBCU experience, I didn't really know much about, for real. I didn't really know much about before going there. So once I heard about it, you know, obviously I looked into it more, and that's definitely, I said, oh, that's my culture, that's it, come on. Man. I fit in perfect right there. So once they broke everything down to me right in Raleigh, you know Capital, That's uh, it was a no-brainer for me. I took the, the red shirt year just so I could get better. And uh, once I got there, though, it was just I had to look more academically. JUCO was more, you know what I'm saying, hoop, let's hoop, let's hoop. But once you really get to the university, it's definitely more academically. And that was a big setback for me because after two years of academics at, San, at San Hills, I, I basically had to start over once I got to San All not knowing that a lot of those credits weren't transferring. And they just, I'm taking classes that, you know what I'm saying, I basically don't need for real. So. That was a big hit for me. Um, I had to buckle down, but you know, it was good. The hoops was good, man. Everything was good there. The the injuries though, that kicked in. The injury bug, I got that. tore both of my ACLs, my MCL and my meniscus. Back to back years. Wow. Like yeah.
1: timeline wise, when was that for you?
3: Um after my source of the year, good working out with the team, you know what I'm saying, meeting a lot of different people learning this during the system. And then the next year, my first year coming in, I I, uh, I sit out the first half of the season. So I played when it's straight conference time. And I think it's the, maybe my third game, bro. I'm playing Winston-Salem. Winston-Salem at the crib. And uh, I'm going for a box out. But I don't fully get my contact. And dude coming with like a shoulder rush. And my knee just buckled. And that was tough, man. That was tough. That was definitely a tough one for me. Um, the recovery, it was all mental. It, it built a lot of character, though, for sure. Learned a lot more about myself and, and the injury, how to get back right. So I, I took that head on. One step at a time, because it's very slow with, you know what I'm saying? You just start walking, you know, a real slow process. But just take your time with that. And then the following was, was the following year. And that was the worst because we're practicing, getting ready for the tournament now. And, and uh, one of the coaches bring in a guy that they're looking for for the following year. So we've never seen this guy, so we like he just come to get some runs type, of, which didn't make any sense to us did, any players, so I'm in the air, we're going last last minute runs, I think it's the last five minutes of the practice. I'm going for a box out and he pushed me in the air. I'm like, My right knee buckle. Man.
1: man.
2: Don't even know the kid's name. That's yeah, that's crazy, crazy, man. Man. Yeah, that was crazy. Dang. Oh, bro. I bro. I remember seeing you had some injuries and stuff, but I didn't know, like, how they had... That's, that's just wild. Yeah, I never really talked about it much. It's really the first time I'm really telling the story, and
3: it's, it's crazy because it's been a lot, man, but it's it's all the process, and I'm with it, man. I just stay head first, still grinded to this day, man.
2: What's up, bro? Yeah, hey, sure. man, but, but like, overcoming all those injuries and um, with your experiences and love playing basketball basically your whole life um do you plan on just standing around the game like in the future in any capacity
3: uh, yeah for sure I'm, I'm actually still trying to play professionally uh I had some camps set up when COVID hit a couple of them canceled saying coaches weren't gonna be able to make it down so they had to cancel certain parts of the camp so that messed up a lot of situations for me but I'm still looking for that if, if things available but coach and I definitely end up probably getting the coaching once I'm done playing um I had a couple opportunities I think I can get into now but like I said, I'm still trying to play while I can if I can. So once that's done, I, I definitely still I'm always there around the game somehow, training, you know that type of stuff.
1: Most definitely, bro. That's what I love, man. Keep going at that joint, bro. And like you know, your heart in the good in the in the right place with the game, man. So you you gonna end up where you need to, bro.
3: Yeah, most definitely, bro. Most definitely.
1: Um. Man, uh, so like we said, Saint, all, oh, you know, it was in the CIAA, man. I know it was time, like you said, it was some times you weren't able to actually get into the action, uh, on the court, but just being in that, uh, environment, uh, you know, as a whole, man. How, like, what was that like for you? Uh, you know, that this that CIAA, you know, that's the that's the biggest, you know, as far as yeah. HBCU conference around here right now.
3: So yeah, like I said, once I heard about it and started telling me like, yeah, the tournament be lit, man. Everybody pop out, it's big time. You play at the Hornet's Arena. I'm like, oh, this is HBCU Black Culture. Come on, baby, let's get it. So I was all for it, man. Then once I got there to experience, I was like, okay, it's cool. You know, I wasn't always around for all the extra parties. I wasn't really going out and stuff like that. Uh, but <clears throat> you know, I did every now and, yeah. and then. But not, yeah. you know, what I'm saying, not on the every weekend. Let's go party, party. I wasn't on that. But it was a definitely good experience, man. Like I guess I was around my people, so it was, it was always a good culture. Nothing too crazy, nothing different for real. Um, and I'm we from Kingston, so I was we were in the South Side of Raleigh, so I'm used to all the little extra stuff that go on. Like I'm saying the, the surrounding school, just stay around, stay away from all the extra stuff, you know. And then it was cool, bro. It was cool for sure. And then my my before you get to the next question, we had a little rivalry just like the North and North South and North Duke Carolina with us and Shaw. So that was big time. I, that's probably had my best game, probably against Shaw. While I was at St. No, that was a big game. But then I got body cramps. It was crazy, bro. It was just crazy. It's been a crazy journey, man. But i really, I enjoy it all for sure. I enjoy it all.
2: Baby. What's up, man? Those college, those college rivalry, especially the CIAA, they wild. Big time. Big time. So, So, like, man, like, going off from college now, getting a little to the NBA talk now, man. What's been mm-hmm. your thoughts on how the NBA season been going so far this year? still a Lakers guy.
3: Um, the Nets, obviously, are doing, doing some crazy stuff over there. They got a, a super team, as you would say. But I don't really think it's going to be enough. I still got the Lakers. If uh, with Drummond coming over, AD get back healthy, Bron get back healthy, I'm still Lakers, man. I'll put it on the Lakers for sure. Like That's Nation, definitely my bro. two teams out of the East and West, Lakers and Nets for sure.
2: Yeah, that that's most likely who is going to be in the finals. Like, if AD and LeBron come back healthy, that's what I think is going to be in the finals. But the West is just crazy competitive. Yeah, it is, man. It is like with Utah number one, like stuff like that.
3: Though I don't really buy too crazy into, but they are playing good ball. They playing good ball. I just know how guys don't, you know what I'm saying? They are not fully chomped in regular season, so you're going to get it. You know, you're going to get some. You know, I man, get a couple games here and there. But a lot right. of teams got to be balling, man. I'm liking the, a couple of the different pickups like Drew Holiday to the Bucs and um, Evan Fournier to the Celtics, stuff like that. Uh, Gary Trent to Toronto. Definitely some good pickups around the league.
2: Yeah, they trade a line with crazy. A lot of yeah, fans improved a whole lot. For
0: sure. Crazy.
2: Definitely a lot of parity around the league this year. So, man, going off that, who was your MVP this year? My MVP? James Harden is definitely probably He's
3: definitely going crazy. Harden is going crazy. Harden, yeah, I probably for Harden. Curry's definitely was, He was he was on a crazy tear at one point. But Harden's definitely doing stuff. Really? Coming over there with the superstars and still actually upping it. You know, people saying he's fake, fat. And, oh, he, he can't always go for this media So I don't really buy. That's enough, I don't really buy into all the social media stuff. either. So I know how stuff stuff like that go. To do like stuff like that, just to get out the organization, you get where you
2: want to go. And now it's time to ball. Yeah, I agree, man. I hope James get it. Like I know how those media guys are; they they probably won't vote for him because you know yeah. out of Houston Rockets. a lot of politics. Definitely, definitely. Cause if about politics, you know Lebron, Kobe, Michael; those guys have MVPs basically every year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. For sure, man. So yeah, speaking of James starting the Brooklyn Nets, man, are they your NBA champion, or are you going somebody else this year? Yeah, I'm still going
3: Lakers for sure. I'm going Lakers. But I, I do got the Knicks coming out the East, but I would like to see it. it's about the matchups. Like if they match up with uh with, with Philly, I would like to see them match up with Philly in, in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? With a good team, like you know what I'm saying? But you never know how that's gonna go, see how the seasons are. But I got the Lakers on the chef. If we come back healthy.
2: Gotta be healthy. Got to. Yeah, gotta be healthy. I agree with you on the Lakers thing, man. I'm taking the Lakers and six to seven over Brooklyn. So I mean, hopefully that happens again. LeBron get his range yeah, right again, nice. Lakers repeat. That's,
3: that's goat talk, man. We talking. We talking hey. goat talk. Yo,
2: yeah. that's gonna be interesting. Man. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> gonna be interesting.
3: Man. Be interesting <laughs> man.
0: Yeah. I was what? like, he, I might have to relate rel- it to him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's Where just you, be OD for
1: real. Where your head at <laughs> with that? Uh, Is where your head at with that? LeBron get this fifth if he come through get this uh, fifth ring this year, man. Where where you put him at?
3: Man, yeah, top top echelon, top two, not two. He's he really if he could pat bro, he's on. It's a lot of stuff with LeBron, man. Longevity obviously is what the people say. That, that helps him. But, I mean, you got to give credit. It's, injuries happen, bro. And to keep your body healthy for that long, to do as much as he's doing, is tough, bro. It's tough. That's very tough. I, I got him. He probably go, bro. I probably got him there. He's there. What about you? <laughs> Man, hey, it's...
1: it's... If he got if he get if he gets five and he still um if he can still pass Kareem on that if he can get that all time scoring uh list As if, if player, he can that's... get number one up there, bro, and then he in you know top five in the other man, it's it's gonna be hard to not argue for that. You know what, what? I'm saying? It's gonna be hard, bro. So uh it, nice. it's crazy, man. He's doing a lot, bro. The resume really kind of speaking for itself.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: He doing now? That to me, that's all for of accomplishment. Like what what you've been able to accomplish, like far as game wise, he still ain't my favorite. You know what I'm saying? Like just for like his straight right. up game, but just you talking about everything that you've been able to get done, I, I put him. I think if he get five, I think he'd be uh, a gentleman. What you think, bro? Yeah,
2: you already know how I think, man. Like I, I went. In- blame anybody for making an argument that he's the GOAT, especially if getting number five. And in my personal opinion, he's still, he's like a solid number two right now. But if if he was ever, like, to tie Michael with six, that's when, like, I might consider. But it's just mm-hmm. Mike with six, and no, man, it, it's hard it's to saying?
0: Like, in The last, the last dance <laughs> kind of solidified it
3: for me, bro, like, watching it. I watched it over, like, man, and it's just
2: crazy. The last dance that. was definitely tough.
3: My only thing with with all this this start right here is like the competition level and the way the game is evolved. Though it's like, and I don't think a lot of people like to hear that type of, thing, especially the older people. They don't want to talk about how the game evolved. How these this generation players are better, bigger, faster. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just different. It's different. And that physical stuff is not really basketball. Like, I mean, you can be physical, but like I mean, come on, yo. like shoulder blocks and grabbing me slant. Like, come on, yo. we're not hooping. So I mean, that stuff is like. For Jordan to get through that and do what he do, like, Jordan can play in any era. not don't take no credit from Jordan at all. But I just think Kobe, KD, Bron, those guys have to face better players. The rules, obviously, are more in their favor. But you really got to play defense now. Like, it's basketball, bro. That's how I look at the game. And so that's why I think, like, because obviously I think Kobe and Bron can play either era as well with the physicalness and all that. You know what I'm saying? But I just think it's, it's better now.
2: Yeah, the game definitely evolved. It's like everybody can shoot, like positions one through five. They like say everybody's just athletic, coming like middle school guys dunking on each other. Yeah, how yeah. many, how many great defenders really had to
3: guard Jordan? It was more yeah, some yeah. teams, right? Oh, I was, so, was the only team. significant person
0: that I could think of. But yeah, it was mostly teams.
3: Yeah, yeah, like oh, it's, I, I respect Jordan uh, for sure, but it's just better competition. I, you got a lot of dogs we could, we could throw for, for the Hall of Fame that's in the league right now. Yeah, you know talent-wise. You
1: know? Talent-wise, the league, crazy, bro.
2: Crazy, man. Talent-wise
1: and athleticism-wise, it's the, it's the peak. Right. A lot of oh, stuff
2: you've really never seen. Yeah, and then you got guys coming up. Like, this draft, this coming year about to be wild, too, with Cade and yeah. Jalen Soares yeah. and Mobley and those boys. Ooh, so league, definitely going to be a good yeah, yep. Jalen a bad man. That shot was bad crazy. Man.
3: That was crazy. The block to lead to that down to Drew Timmy was OD. The block was really a foul, but it it was good D, though. Nonetheless, it was good D. (laughs) But that was a crazy down, bro. The timing of the game situation, that's just Big time basketball.
1: Man. Ish.
3: Hey, bro.
1: I think that's really about all we have for you, bro.
3: Hey, man, hey, I appreciate it. Anytime y'all need me for anything, y'all let me know, man. I'm still around right now, you know what I mean? I shoot y'all my number so we can tap in with you. J- J- you already got my number. Jonathan, I'm a, you know, y'all tap on yeah. me anytime, bro.
1: Yeah, man. Fellas, y'all got anything for me?
2: Yes, sir. Just appreciate you coming on with us, though. You man, already please. know, right nothing to it. I
3: appreciate yes. y'all
2: for having me. Thank you. Man.
3: Y'all keep doing y'all thing, man. Love, my boys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
1: It's Baldwin, folks. Yesterday, when we were recording this, LeBron James and the Spring Hill Company, media company, they dropped the Space Jam trailer, the 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 new, the first full trailer that we got of the movie. And, fellas, it looked pretty daggone good. I, I mean, I seen some people, you know, kind of like, I don't know. I'm like, but hey, it it looked pretty solid to me. Well, how, how y'all feeling about it?
0: I mean it's LeBron James, Space Jam, bro. Like, what? I was about to say, what else what else is there to say? My only is I wish still could have been in the movie, man. That's it. But other than that, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Get some nostalgia vibes going. Yeah.
2: Jay. Yeah. Yeah. And looking at that trailer, it just got me hyped instantly. The original Space Jam, one of my favorite movies of all time. And this one, it's just like a good updated version. The graphics look crazy, the animation. And I don't know if y'all caught with this, but a major detail when they had Lola Bunny, she was posing like she was D-Waving where he threw the, lava yeah, yeah, with the on
1: Twitter, Yeah, bro. You yeah. know they got
0: Zendaya
2: playing her now.
0: Shout out, is, I would say shout out to Zendaya for playing Lola
2: Bunny. It, yes. So I like the little details they put into the movie, man. So I I'm, I'm really excited. Gotta to go to the stage yeah, and check that out in am um, July when they drop. I think yeah, it's gonna be.
0: Brown about to go crazy for Brown really about to go crazy. When the when the game the actual game that's what I'm that's what I'm ready to see. He gonna go crazy
1: in the game for real. From the storyline standpoint, I like it. It's different, it's updated, I like it. I look like they using all the Warner Brother characters from across they had like the Flintstones in that joint and the Iron Giant King Kong and stuff. That look hard. I like how they got the NBA players as the actual as the goon. The, the goon squad Um
0: That's hard hey, It they was had, hard How they had Clay The fireman that I, shit was hard, my, The
1: hardest one with me Was Damian Lillard With the with the clock on his arm I said oh my god Oh, oh yeah And uh, I, I like uh, how they got Diana Taurasi in there
0: too
1: Yeah and I think There's some yeah. other people That we don't know about yet Cause there was some other guys Other players too That um but I feel like there was another guy in the back that that I haven't seen people identify yet. So I think there might be somebody else coming too.
2: Yeah, they did a good job sweating the play. Yeah. I like that. Yep. Yeah.
1: So that might, that might be my first post uh post uh pandemic. Well, that's not even end of pandemic. That'll be my first I'm movie saying. trip. Like,
0: that might I mean, be my first people movie outside. Trip. Man.
1: They outside, bro. But I, I, if I do go, I know I'm still going to be messed up. Like, I ain't raw-dogging no air. Yeah.
2: Nah. I'm scared still. Well, yeah. Space Jam would be a good movie to, like, to make that move to go back yeah.
1: to the theater. Yeah. Man, I, oh, I wish they had, like, a drive-in,
0: bro.
2: We, we, should, we should review it on the pod.
1: Yeah, we might could do that. I mean, there's a drive-in movie theater here. That would be hard if they had that joint. True.
3: Come on, it's...
1: Anyway, all right. And for your... For... <laughs> For those of y'all that don't know, the intro to the pie is the song The Basketball. Basketball Jones? This the intro to the pie is a sample of that, which comes from the Space Jam, uh, the original Space Jam soundtrack. So we Space Jam friendly over here, folks. Um. Sorry. Anywho, uh, yeah, man. Looks dope. July 19th. 16th, 17th, somewhere in there. I can't even remember, but it's coming. So it look it look good.
2: Oh yeah, we got so much to talk about this trade deadline. Something
1: went down. A lot of stuff happened. This trade deadline. Uh you gotta what you gotta list of some stuff, or you got a couple things you wanna run through real quick, man. What what caught your
2: eye with this trade deadline, Jay? Yeah, all right. So the first trade that caught my eye. Uh, I'll be, um, arguably the biggest name he got moved on deadline day. Um, Nikola Vucevic getting traded to the Chicago Bulls from Orlando. That trade kind of came out of nowhere. I heard Ooh. rumors about Orlando Punk trading him, but if they traded him, I did not see the Bulls coming out of nowhere to acquire him. So they got him and Alfaro Camino from Orlando for um, Wendell Carter, Otto Porter, and a couple first round picks. I mean, I like that move a lot for the Bulls. They've been struggling a little bit lately, but long term him and Levine together with Cubby White. I like that nucleus together, for Chicago. Yep, Laurie. Yep. Patrick Williams, who they just drafted last year. So I, I like that team. Man, mm. and then, uh, yep, dope. Then another trade after that, you know, Miami getting Victor Depot. We've been hearing about that for a while. Oladipo Depot going to Miami eventually. Um, mm-hmm. I still don't understand why Houston didn't take care of Laverne, Ola, Ola, Ola Depot just to get, like, 20 games out of Oladipo and then trade it for basically nothing. Kelly Olin and Avery Bradley and a couple of draft picks that's probably not going to be good. So they basically trade Oladipo for almost nothing, really. So they were kind of done with it. Harden trade, not taking Levert, in my opinion, instead of Oladipo. But, hey, Miami got a steal, in my opinion. Even if he doesn't produce, they didn't give up anything. He's going to be a free agent this offseason, so they're able to gauge if he fit um, in with the team. So I like that move from Miami a whole lot. What y'all think?
0: Yeah, it was a great move. They didn't have to give up Duncan or Tyler Hero, so they just and they they just got rid of scraps. So, even though Amy Bradley is a stud on
2: defense, they just got rid of scraps. So they they won that trade. Yeah, the Eastern Conference stacking up those top teams, the top five or six teams in the East, yeah. man, it's gonna be a dogfight in the playoffs for real.
1: Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't wait to see it for real. And
2: then another trade that stood out to me: we got Aaron Gordon going to Denver. Woo!
1: Denver got him and Javelle. I thought, I thought Denver had an excellent, that was an excellent move, man.
0: Bro, they bit but they really big now. Like they like y'all last year. Like, they got him, Bo Boy, Jokic, MPJ. They just, hey, they Paul Mills out. They just big down. Love that
2: move. That low key might have been the best move of the whole day. One. I'm
1: trying to tell you who they got on the perimeter out there with Jamal Murray.
0: Just Will Barton. That's what I'm saying. They need a backup guard, a better backup guard, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, yeah. Could they trade Gary Harris too, Orlando? And R.J. Yep, yeah. but I think it. Was, I think it was worth it still for Aaron Gordon. Yeah, it was definitely no, worth.
1: No, yeah, it was definitely worth. But they need to show that. They need to them.
2: Their guard stuff up in the
1: back. I wonder if. Um, what's going to happen with Avery Bradley because I know he got bought out
2: mm-hmm. he could be somebody they could, they could use um, Ben McLemore got bought out too and No, be Ben
1: balling. I kind of want us to get either to be honest because we got Lakers still got a spot I, 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 I saw mm-hmm. that Ben McLemore I said hmm hmm oh, well, see, I've been spitting more out of him because he, he used to be
2: cool I think if he go to a new, a new team like Katina he'll get uh, re-energized and start making shots oh cold. yeah but oh, so yeah. Somebody should take a chance on one of these contenders Like Jonathan said, hopefully it's the Lakers Yeah
1: Who, uh, I'm trying to think So, you know, the big one of the biggest uh, Well, go ahead, Jay What was your other joints, man?
2: Uh, yeah, we're going to continue to run down There are a couple more notable trades I think it was 18 and all But we're going to keep running them down uh, We had Evan 48 going to Boston What y'all think about that? It's all right. Yeah, it's it
0: needed another scoring guard. And he can do that. But he, he's not really like that. It was to, he's not taking him to the next level with anything. It's, they just filled the position with a scoring guard that they needed.
1: I think it's inconsequential. I don't think it's really going to change that.
2: I agree. It was pretty much just a move. Danny Angel, like, let me make a move just to say I made a move. But yeah, Boston, yeah, you
0: had to get rid of
2: Yep. So, hey, like, they let, lost some of that bench debt right there. Boston, I don't know, before the season started, I kind of thought people was overrating them a little bit because I like Jalen Brown and Tatum but outside of those guys. The rest of the roster, you know, isn't really consistent enough with Kimba being a little bit of a letdown since they signed him. They don't have any bench at all, honestly, outside of maybe, like, Peyton Pritchard, Robert Williams, was starting
0: That interesting. Tristan Thompson. And they just traded my boy Tice, man. I was just starting to mess with him, too.
2: Yeah. I don't I don't understand why Danny Ainge continues to just hoard all these picks and young players instead of, like, making a move to try to solidify that team around Tatum and Brown. Because, in my opinion, if they want to keep pace with Brooklyn and Philly and even Milwaukee, they're going to have to bring in some more solid vets, man, another scoring option, and another big, if they want to compete with them. And Danny Ainge, he just played it safe. Like, they had a chance to get Miles Turner in the offseason. He blew that one. They basically lost going to for nothing. I wouldn't even get loose yeah, that's why I thought was gonna trade. If Elizabeth got traded, I thought Austin was gonna get him. That's why that Chicago thing came out of nowhere. But it's yeah, like I said, in 48 is just like he's just a player for them. I don't think he's gonna move to New
0: It's crazy because Tyson was really the only reason they didn't. Yeah, last time you played, they beat you, right? Yeah, they beat. I'm trying to think. I know we oh, beat I, them.
2: At I, just,
0: I just, I just, I, I just remember Tyson going crazy. I can't remember who Miranda.
2: I feel like we won that game, if I'm not mistaken. I know we won at Boston. I think I, think I did. I think I did. Tyson just went yeah. crazy. Yo, we all won. Yeah, it came out to like a last second shot, I think. Boston, they missed. I think we pulled it up. But, yeah, continue moving on. Another kind of big trade that came out of nowhere. The Clippers acquired Rajon Rondo, Santa Lou Williams, and a sec- 2023 second-round pick to the Atlanta Hawks. So what y'all boys think about that one?
0: I thought that's where he was gonna go anyway. Anyway, I think he left y'all. That's where he should. That's where he was supposed to go in the first place. So
2: I, I feel agree. Like it was just meant to be. I agree. He took the money from the Hawks basically, but we all know the Clippers was a good situation for him. I don't like the Clippers, but I think he actually going to help them because they don't have a playmaker. So I think Rondo going to fit in nicely. Yeah,
1: hey, Rondo. Rondo played his cards right, man. He wanted that bread. He got it, and now he's still going to be. Hooping on the contender continue. that needs his services again, and how how much that's going to translate on the court, man? I don't know. I I am slightly worried that it is, and it's going to hurt my feelings. But yeah, playoff record. I I feel like he' going to help him, Jay. If I'm just being honest, and uh,
2: no doubt,
1: I think I'm pretty sure he's going to help him. It might not be at the 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 same. Level as with the Lakers, but it it, it will be seen. He, he will he will have a a, a a measurable impact. So,
2: and then they got Lou Will down back in Atlanta. So, lemon pepper Lou back in his hometown. Now he go to the strip club every day. Like a Lou Will, <laughs> I just got a new deal. Come on. Hey, it was speaking of Louis. It was interesting. I read about he was thinking about possibly retiring when he got traded to the Hawks, but he decided to get yeah. it at the last minute.
1: Yeah, man. I guess I guess he wanting to, you know, he he trying to play for some. I'm thinking, you know, he wanting to win, so he probably feel like that's a little step back.
2: Yeah, going from a it championship is. contender like that to a team like the Hawks, the, like, yeah, still developing. Yep. So yeah, that, that should be having ramifications for the Clippers. Moving on, another big trade. Um, Portland acquired Norman Powell from Toronto for Gary Trent Jr. and Rodney Hood. I like that pick up a lot for Portland. Both teams actually. Gary Trent about two.
0: Yeah, I was saying, Rodney Hood. Yep. Yeah. I like the trade. Uh, even though, like, Norman Powell, he's not taking him to the next level. But he is a good – another guard to have, like, with CJ and Dane. So, yeah, they, they still – still, they're still a good team.
2: Sure, Norman Powell been balling out this year. And he had, he been averaging around twenty points per game. His efficiency been crazy good. People just didn't really notice him because he played with Toronto. But I like to pick like you said, Young Master. I don't think it's going to take them to that next level. But at this point, we know what Portland going to be before every season start. They're going to always be a good regular season team, and they they got a ceiling probably the second round of the playoffs in the West. And they will always keep them relevant, but it's like we know They're not a true championship contender with like the Lakers, Nets, uh, Clippers. Etc. So, the book, Boston, yeah. or the budget, So they, They're just a good solid team. That's going to always be consistent.
1: Yeah. You never know. Maybe some of these matchups, they're, you know, may, I feel like a certain, if certain things fell right for them, that they could
2: capitalize,
1: but it would have, things would have to go right for them. For, sure,
2: for sure. For sure. We got two more trades I'm going to touch up on. Um first, I'm going to touch upon JJ Reddit and Nicole Melly going to Dallas, James Johnson, and a 2021 second round pick going to New Orleans. But y'all was thinking about that. I know they said JJ might want to end up in Brooklyn, but this was a plot twist to end up in uh, Dallas.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because uh I was going to say, y'all heard the little beef that he had with the Pelicans organization or whatever, how they handle business and stuff. I don't know what he really said, but I'm not surprised though.
1: He said that uh David Griffin ain't honor pretty much his word to get him moved up to the New York area. So that's an interesting turnaround.
0: I think it helps the He'll Mavericks. He probably talk about it on his podcast. Yeah, he did. I love it for the Mavericks. I said they yeah. need they need another shooter to score and they got Mr. They got murder on my mind, you know, Nico Millie on, on the squad, Nico Millie. He is shooter too, so
2: I it, I feel
0: like it helps the Mavs a lot, right now. JJ
2: basically gonna play the Seth Curry role from last year, pretty much. Yeah. For that team.
0: I just hope he I just hope he wants to stay there. Even though he, I know he really he really wants to go to New York, but I really want to help the Mavs
2: up. Yeah, I think eventually like in the off season, he'll free agent, so he probably will sign with the Nets in the all season, most likely for the like veterans minimum. Yeah. we're being real, that's probably what's going to happen. <laughs> but, yeah, crazy, crazy. Last trade, last notable trade, now I'm going to touch on. It was a three-team deal. Uh, the most prominent player in this trade was George Hill, in a way, Philly. Uh, the Thunder got Tani Bradley, former Hill. Uh They got Austin Rivers also, who they eventually brought out. He might be a decent pickup for a contender. Uh, the Thunder also got more draft picks. They got like a zillion draft picks at this point. Uh, and then he's got Terrence Ferguson and Vincent Poirier from the Sisters and a couple draft picks. So what y'all think about George Hill going to Philly and then also Austin Rivers getting bought up?
1: I think George Hill helps Philly. It gives another playmaker um out. Uh, gives another playmaker out on the perimeter. And um I'm trying to think. He'll be the backup one. Who they starting with?
2: Uh Yeah, but they can switch
1: it up and have him start though. Yeah, well yeah, or coming out the or leading the bench squad maybe to it. Just depending on but I think either way, George Hill, he's been in the league for a long time, played under some good systems, good coaches, and he's he solid. He ain't gonna he ain't gonna mess nothing up for you. He ain't gonna mess nothing up for you. Um and then Austin Rivers getting bought out, I think he's gonna definitely end up on in a solid spot. Uh, I can't think of where. Y'all master you guys on where?
0: I feel like he's going to end up with y'all. With the Lakers? That's what yeah. I would feel like. Really. I don't feel like there's no real spring that fit in besides the
2: Bucks. I thought he was going to Milwaukee. I really thought he was going there. I would like him to end up with y'all, dude.
1: If he got with us, I mean, how rotation wise? I mean, where would he slide in, Jay? That's a good question.
2: Because he's like he's gonna take I mean, minutes for Caruso. <laughs> he would have to either Caruso or Horan Tucker, but I don't, I don't know how that would work. But I mean, I said, it was me. I think a lot. That Horan Tucker, he, he getting all the minutes. They're not taking that away from him. Yes. Yeah, I don't know who minutes Austin would take if he can. I think the Lakers more so need a, a wing that's about six five or taller that can stretch the floor and also play defense. Yeah. yeah. I can see Austin. We were talking about Denver earlier. Need another guard. I can see him going there as a back, another no, guard my Denver, sure. it, Oh, my God.
1: That would be nasty. Austin Rivers go. Listen, listen, yep. guys, oh, man. guys. That's scary. Listen. That's scary. Is if Austin Rivers goes to the Denver Nuggets, That's gonna be scary. They they gonna yo, they solid. Denver's solid, bro. They got he, and they got
0: the goat over there, Michael Porter Jr. Bro, cool.
1: they solid. You they solid. That because the the in my opinion, what I really like about that is you got you got guys on the perimeter that are not afraid to create a shot for themselves, hit that shot, or just hit, you know, catch, catch, shoot, pull up, and can hit like a, you know, and give you a bucket when you need it. Like with Jamal, Michael Porter, and um, if you had Austin Rivers, like that's good.
2: And then you got Monte Morris coming off the bench too, who's one of the best backup point guards in the league.
0: And you and you can facilitate the offense through Yoki's, Jamal, you just... Yeah,
1: I think I like that. Austin, go ahead to Denver, bro.
0: That's yeah. the best fit out of, of all yeah, the contenders.
2: Slide, slide over the uh, different. I like that. Uh, but that's that's basically all the notable trades from the deadline. That was a couple more, but that's all the notable trades. As you see, most of those moves were made by playoff contenders. and, stuff. and a lot can be said for in the playoffs with these guys going to their new team. So we're gonna see what happens.
1: Aside of the trade deadline, we we touched on a couple buyouts and everything. Um, A couple guys being moved around buyout wise. Um, The biggest two fish in that pond that in this year's buyout market was Lamarcus Aldridge, who got bought out by the San Antonio Spurs, and he signed with the Brooklyn Nets, and then and dropped. How much he dropped that first game, bad Jay? It was about nineteen. Yeah, but it was like nineteen twenty. Nineteen twenty was something around that he gave him some work, and then
2: yeah, and Andre he had a nice all around game because
1: he had a lot of rebounds and assists. He did. He looked good, and then yeah, on he the, was
2: hooping yesterday. I think. And he was hooping yesterday,
1: and then the uh, well, I, and then the other signer was Andre Drummond to our Los Angeles Lakers fellas. Which one of these uh, pickups do y'all think is going to hold the most weight long run?
0: Drumming to the Lakers. Man, I, was, I don't know why that's even a question, really. Man, they didn't even really need Lamarcus Aldridge. I mean, he helps, but I mean, drumming to the Lakers long term with Brian longevity and saying AD staying healthy, that's that's ridiculous. Man, you can you can build a team around it.
2: Yeah, and Drummond's still young, too. Drummond's still in his exactly. prime. He's like favorite.
0: 26, 27. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, and he's going to have more of a prominent role for the Lakers because, you know, he's he going to be starting and playing a lot of minutes. Like I said, Aldridge was just a luxury piece for Brooklyn. I mean, they ain't really – they just throw him they in there. Need him, bro.
1: <laughs> that was why – and then the funny part is I heard that question all week last week on these shows, and it was like – it was clear to me what the more significant one was is just that I think with Lamarck is going, it's just because everybody else is there. It's just like, Jesus, come on now. Yes, just really what it is. Uh to note, uh uh Drummond, he he's he's gonna be this is his last year his contract. Yep. So it's gonna be interesting to see financial financially how they the Lakers gonna go about trying to retain Dennis Schroeder and Andre Drummond this offseason, and Horton
2: Horton Tucker is a restricted free agent. Oh yeah, that's a lot of guys. Caruso's a free agent. If
1: guys listen, if that this is gonna be interesting because they only really gonna be able to keep three three of them guys, and uh, they extended Kyle Kuzma though, right, Jay? Yeah, Kuzma. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Horton Tucker, Schroeder, Drummond. They got it. You got to bring them back. I mean, we're going to be locked in yeah, Lakers, yeah, Lakers man, wise. Yeah. That's going to have us locked, locked up, Jay. Like, we ain't going to be able to make a lot of moves after that for the next year or two.
2: Like, I, I like that. You hey, the, only, the only way the Lakers can make something shake this offseason possibly switching it up, they're going to have to probably try to finish a signing trade with somebody. I know in a previous episode, we mentioned getting a guy like DeMar Rosen from San Antonio. But the only way that happens through a signing trade, but it's going to be. And Polingo had to work some magic with his cap this offseason and trying to retain all our guys and possibly trying to add another wing score. So it's going to be difficult. I do like Trez with y'all, do, but y'all probably have to move him too. Yeah, Trez Fred, man. We're going to lose somebody. Like We can't keep all these guys realistically. Yeah, because y'all keep it Horton Tucker for sure. And Schroeder.
0: Yeah. And uh, and Drummond are locked. So,
2: I mean, Trez is really off the books. Trey's going to be gonna gone go unless good. he take a steep discount, which I doubt. Trey's got to get yeah. his bag from somebody.
1: He got to get his bag. Yo, he, he, hopefully, he can get yeah, he a chip it. this year, but go, Trey's going to get a bag, bro. And they Trey's
2: leave us, I want him to go to Charlotte, man. Home state. Play oh, LaMelo. that would be yeah, so man, good. I, love, I would love
0: oh, that. If it's LaMelo, oh. Miles Bridges. They're going to be the next live City, man. The still rookie of the year, man. I don't care nobody nobody. I
2: agree. All Charlotte needs a center, man. If they can get somebody like Trez, they'll be a nice, complete team. I dude. like that.
1: I do like that. That that sounds good. Michael Jordan was happening? I think. Trez that
2: bad. Throw him the bad, Mike. Throw
1: tra- yeah, man. Hopefully, I in a, in a ideal world, man, Lakers get this chip, man. You know what I'm saying? Bro, go back home with a ring. You feel me? That's different. You feel me? I like that. Hopefully, that that can happen for him, man. Uh.
0: Sure. Oh yeah.
1: Most I mean, guy from the two five, go get a ring out in LA and then come back home with it. Come on, man. man. Come on, man. That's that's a story. A storybook, right?
2: There. All right. Here's y'all, here's your two-week edition of the power rankings. We got a fresh top ten here. So here we go. Uh number one had Utah Jazz. They got a record of 30 at 11 They won nine games in a row. The Jazz has been consistent all year long. And after a slight little skid right there before the all-star break, they just killing everybody again. They 22 and two at home, blowing everybody out, man. So you gotta have Utah Jazz in number one. Uh number two, my rankings got Brooklyn coming in on a record of 34 and 15 on a four-game winning streak. We all know talent wise from top to bottom after Alders and Griffin too. Brooklyn's probably the deepest team in the whole NBA. I've been doing most of that work without KD. He's still probably gonna be a week or two away. Um they tied with Philly at the top of the east, so I got them at number two. Uh, then number three, we got Philly, thirty four and fifteen. They've remained solid. Nine B's back. number four. We got Phoenix coming in at thirty four and fourteen. They on a three game winning streak. Man, them boys just hot right now. They be going. They're going to be scary in the playoffs. The young up and coming team with Chris Paul. Uh, number five, we got Milwaukee coming in with a record of thirty two and seventeen. Giannis been hooping lately. Milwaukee doing their thing. Just signed Drew Holiday to an extension, by the way. Uh, number six, got the Los Angeles Clippers record of thirty two and eighteen. Uh, number seven, we got Denver with a record of thirty and eighteen. They on a the four-game winning streak. They on the upcoming. Um, they just acquired Aaron Gordon. It's so a look for Denver to finish in the top four in the West Conference by the end of the season. They right behind the Lakers, Have a half-game high. L.A. for the fourth spot. Um, number eight, I got the Lakers at thirty-one and eighteen. They just holding on right now. They are being the team that's supposed to beat, but we know they can't compete against the elite teams without LeBron and AD. Uh, number nine, got Dallas, who's younger to turn my top ten. I think for the first time all year. They got a record of twenty-seven to twenty one on a four-game win streak. three. Luca just cooking everybody right now. Uh and then number ten, rounded out the top ten. We got Portland. They just remain consistent and steady with a record of thirty and nineteen. Rounds out the top ten for this week's power rankings. I
0: like
1: it. I like it. Man, I think a big uh you was talking about the uh the Lakers. It was like they playing they're about to play the Clippers. I think they playing the Clippers right now. So that's gonna be right uh, uh,
0: standing wise. That could have
1: a a significant
0: yeah. Impact. And Denver went start winning, or well, they already on a four game winning streak. They only one game behind y'all, well, or half a game.
1: Couple games. We got we got a couple good teams coming up too.
2: Yep. So, I think they're gonna lead for all the Lakers soon. <laughs> probably gonna lead for all the Clippers too eventually. Where they playing?
1: The Lakers are probably gonna fall probably to six seed. I can see them being five or six by the time everything's said and done, depending on how long it takes for AD and Brian to get back, because they still ain't really a, t- a time a timetable for AD either. No. Nah. they
2: gonna so, hold them as long as possible. I think.
1: So yeah, so I'm saying six seed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think as long as the Olympics can avoid being in that playing thing, like if they can stay at number six, they'll be alright. You know, avoid the playing things so you don't have to play no unnecessary games just to get into the playoffs if possible. But the way Dallas coming up, too, man, it's gonna be real hard. But good thing, man. San Antonio, teams, San Antonio, Golden State, teams like that are struggling right now. All right. So, yeah, as y'all know, the final four was going on this weekend in Indianapolis. Had some some crazy games. Yeah, number 11, said UCLA go from the first four, all the way to the final four. Um, they fought hard with Gonzaga, Man. It's probably the game of the year. Uh, college basketball was game-winning, uh, overtime, and right when UCLA tied the game up, everybody thinks it's going to double overtime, and Jalen Sills just come down right past half-court, drain the shot, man. It's crazy. I went wild, bro.
0: One of the clutchest shots of all time. It's just seeing the Twitter timeline go from, oh, it might go double OT to be like, wow. You see LeBron tweet. You see everybody tweeting, like, Jalen Sills. I seen the clip. I was like, man, that's one of the-
2: clutchest size I've ever seen. For real. That's the crazy thing about Martin Madness, man. Like, even if you don't have a real interest in the college teams, like, them, those games, the intensity just bring you into it, man. Man. He got on the then table. Yeah, we
1: had. I'm about to go ahead, John. Oh, no, he, he, he had said he got on the table. He said he wanted to do that like Kobe and d did. I said, that's dope.
0: Yeah, that's right. Heart. And one more thing, because Zaga won, won this dude a million dollars on a fan duel bitch. <laughs> It was, oh, it, was, it was wild, bro. He, they, he just needed Gonzaga to bring it home. Man. He won a billion dollars, bro.
2: Yeah, so well, bro. I can not even imagine that, man. And then this other game, you had Baylor blowing out Houston. So now you got the battle under one seed, Baylor and Gonzaga, on, on Monday night at 9-20 on CBS. They were probably the two best teams in college basketball all year. So uh, who, who do y'all have winning that game?
0: Man, that's going to be a, a dogfight, a slobber knocker in the words of Jim Ross. But Baylor, Baylor hot, man. Baylor has been hot. People talking about they got them winning it all. Gonzaga's Zag is undefeated. So this is battle of the number one seeds. Man, I don't even know who I want to go with really, man. I might just have to go with the Zags, man. Keep the undefeated season alive. Jalen Suggs, man. I might just have to go with them. But it's going to be a dog fight.
2: Yeah. I got to go with his ass, too, man. I just feel like it's their year. Everything is going right. They got pushed by UCLA for the first time all year, and they was able to find a way to overcome it. So I think this is just a good, exactly year. It just feels like one of them years. Give me that feeling when Carolina won it all the last time after they beat Kentucky in that game when Luke May hit a shot. It's new it was Carolina year, man. Sometimes yeah. you can see teams, when they go through, you just tell us their year. It's a good, Zach, exactly time to win the championship.
1: Here we go. As we do every episode, we got to do our dog of the weeks, man. Uh, Jay, who you got?
2: And hey, we were just talking about this, but I gotta go with my name, Jalen Suggs. He put it on for the Jalen's out here. We just talked about it. He had a hit hardcore shower athlete. He could have went and played anywhere college football. Jalen Suggs for that game with the shot, uh, definition of a dog dog of the week. Yeah, that's a that's a good
0: one right there, man. It's crazy, man. He was really good at football and basketball, bro. Just just excelled just excelled at both of them. Sir, so he could probably
2: went to NFL. He played football in college. <laughs> hey, he he was a raw quarterback in high school. Yeah, yeah, man,
0: I probably got to go
1: with him too, bro. It was just, you know, it's that time of the year, bro. Got to give it up to him for real. And, and shout out to Car Anthony Towns for that dunk on uh Joel and <laughs> D too. That was cool. That was pretty. That was that was, was
0: dog worthy enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And shout out uh, Bobby Pettifer, man, going to a a Blue Blood school in K- uh, Kansas, man.
2: Oh, yeah. Shout out. He's going to try to um, continue the tradition of point guards in North Carolina with Kansas. You know, Devontae Grant was the last one. So he's going to try to keep the tradition going there. Uh, I
0: like I like it for him being on a big stage.
2: Yeah, man. He's a good fit. Good fit.
1: Well, fellas, it looked like that's, that's everything, man. Been another great episode. Uh, of the Basketball Jones Podcast Signing off This is your boy Jonathan
0: It's your boy key 20 KMS. And hey, your boy Jalen We out of here We out of this
2: thing Shout out Ishmael too man Yes sir Appreciate my boy Ishmael
1: And shout out to Ishmael For coming on Chopping it up with us man Y'all give my boy a follow On IG At I-B-T-R The number three Why the number five and then I V E, so IVE, trade five, I B thirty five. Yeah. Anyway, that's my boy Ishmael. We'll tag him in the uh in the credits, man. Till next time. Peace.